maybe Mia, maybe one day we could review a DC film and we could be two guys, a girl and Jim Lee's pizza place. Oh, I don't get that joke. I had to, I had to, I had to dig the internet to make that joke, but Jim Lee is a world renowned comic book artist, writer, editor, and publisher, and is currently the chief creative officer of DC comics and publisher. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, he um his Batman is really good. Hey, maybe that do, do you think Batman. that that joke is is good enough for the preamble? Absolutely. Well for the for the cold for the cold open? For the cold open. You never asked us to approve the cold open before. It's just always a surprise. Well, yeah, because we usually talk for like 15, 20 minutes. We really do. It's a waste of time, but we can't help it. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Two Guys, a Girl, and Stanley's Pizza Place. You didn't well, even just, practice that, that. That felt wrong. No, uh, we like <laughs> threw it at him, and he just stepped right up. He did it though. He did it, guys. That wasn't Jake. We love that you. Was not Mr. Jake. Jake. But we'll talk about Jake here in a second, and what's going on today. Um, uh, my name is Caleb, and I am your moderator this week, as I am every week. Because mm-hmm. you are stuck in a time loop here on Two Guys, A Girl, and Stanley's Pizza Place. Um, with me, as always, uh, is my fabulous co-host, Miss Mia Perrin. Hello, Mia. This is me. Yes. Um, I'm so good at pointing. So you are. Pointing. You, that's, you've been pointing a lot. I heard that. It really rude, helps though, out but... with the podcast when I do the visual <laughs> indicators. I loved the listeners uh, your, love it. your uh, what was it? Uh, Sue Storm. Fantastic for Sue Storm appearance <laughs> last week. The to, uh, technically amazing. speaking to the to the audience every week is Sue Storm is on this podcast. So this is fair. Um, but with <laughs> us this week instead, poor poor Jake Cody is uh, he had a commitment come up, and we know he's he must be uh, in in a terrible place right now because he's at a bachelor party enjoying his life. Um, <laughs> No, he's, he's busy this weekend, and well, there's just so much content, we couldn't not talk about Loki. Uh, we've also got a Black Widow episode we're going to do when Jake gets back, so that's coming. Um, but there's so much to talk about, so we brought on a good friend of ours and, um, uh, and one of our listeners, uh, so I don't know if this drops our listener count, but... Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe my oh. mom will listen twice to compensate. I'll, I'll still listen. Okay. Oh. Uh, but with us is Mr. B. Arthur Johnson. You've heard us talk about him before on the podcast. This is not the first time you've been mentioned on this podcast. I don't think it's even the second time you've been mentioned on this podcast. Yeah, I'm uh, kind yeah. of a big deal. <laughs> I, um, I was going to make a uh, uh, your sweet baby brother and media luminary 30 under 30 Griffin McElroy, but that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, B is. Uh, you want to tell what? What would you like the audience to know about you, B? I'm uh, super cool. That's it. Okay, uh, those are things. Those, He's yeah. also a Marvel fan, I think. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, oh, right. Of course, yes. I, I am a Marvel fan. I have uh, uh, a long history of uh, Marvel appreciation. Uh, 
Jake and I are very, very good friends. I'm also very good friends with Caleb. I've never met Mia before in my life, although it's nope. weird. I feel like our paths should have crossed. They should have. But, I also had never met haven't. Jake before this, so, you know. That's what Caleb was saying earlier. I talked you, about me before yeah. I was here. You are friends within fr Yeah, he got here early <laughs> and on time. I was here at exactly on time. O'clock. <laughs> yeah, but what's that thing in theater if you're... Uh, earlier on time if you're on time if you're late and if you're late don't bother. Damn. Are you a stage manager? Is that He's like ag aggressive right out of the gate? <laughs> no. no, I'm on, baby. I'm on. Okay, B. Um, just for a lesson, we tease Caleb. I like <laughs> this. No, no, no. <laughs> we can team up against Mia. Oh, this you know great. what, Mia? I'm so sorry. I award you ten pizza points. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I gotta ah. record that. Oh, <laughs> pen? You have to record it with your pen on the paper. My responsibility. Written down. Okay. Okay. Can we say peg again? Would that make you more peg? Peg. <laughs> peg. Um. So today, moving things right along, because that's what I do as a moderator. Today we are talking about Loki episode five, or Cinco, if you speak Spanish, <laughs> or Fumpf. If you speak German, because I found out uh, recently, we have German listeners. What? Yeah. In the Germany? In, in the Germany. In Deutschland? In Deutschland. Less than 1% of our listeners are in Germany. Yes. International so, fame. Special shout you know out what? to our German listeners. Probably listener. 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 Maybe they listen like old school on a radio and their their whole family gathers around it. Look here, oh. Franz. We love you and thank you for being here. It could be a lady. Actually, it's words. more likely to be a lady because two-thirds of our listeners are female. You'll come in, right? Getting, that's, that's you guys get all of the stats today. Yes. You know what but, I think is odd? So German people, the German word for Germany is Deutschland. Why do we call it German? Why is there an English word for a proper noun that there's already a word for? Oh, because America's awful. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, and there's a lot of countries like that. Like, like Japan Spain? does not, yeah, like España. Why can't we just say España? Like, because why, nothing rhymes with España. I'm just, I don't, I don't. And there's a word for Japan, which I don't remember at this moment. But like, I, I don't understand well, why, like, I get it. I get it if it's a different alphabet and like our mouths can't say that word, but like I can say Deutschland. Well, but like, like Germany I has- I don't understand. Germany also has like names for other countries that have names too. Oh, we all do it. I just don't understand the logic behind it. Like, why don't we all just agree to call countries by their native names countries i'm just imagining i'm imagining like a party where you show up and you're like hi hi mia my name's caleb and you're like oh nice to meet you hey everybody this is george <laughs> you're like uh okay it's exactly it's exactly like that and then i mean we do it a little bit with names too like george in spanish is jorge like yeah. why why do we do that i don't i don't understand it well that's going to be your homework this week, Mia, is you're going to, after this episode, uh, next week, oh, crap, you're not, oh, no, for the Black Widow episode, I need you to come back with the answer of why we call countries different names. Dig into that. What would that be? Would that be or etymology? even, Or even, I mean, sometimes they have the same name and we just say it wrong. 
Like, why do we say Cuba and not Cuba? You can say Cuba. It's not weird. Like, that's how they say it. But it sounds well, weird if you choose Cuba. to say it instead Cuba. of Cuba. Yeah. Anyways. All right. I'm done ranting about geography. What was this podcast about? This podcast about... is about Loki episode five. Um, Just in general. Not the geography. only Loki episode okay. five. Yes. Um, good note. Good note. And who was this an episode? Before we get in, though, let's talk about uh, big news out of the Marvelverse. Um, I think the biggest news is the fact that Black Widow is out now. Oh, my God. It was the best thing ever. It's it's so good. We're going to have a whole episode. It's probably going to be a long episode, too. I think we're going to Here do... we are now. Entertain us. Did anyone oh. else sing that for like a day and oh. a half? Yeah. Because I've been just doing that. It hasn't stuff. been a day and a half. Literally Shut up. Been like it's been in my heart. 24 hours. You know what? Maybe I have secret powers and I saw it on Wednesday. Maybe I did. I watched Maybe it on my Scarlett phone Hansen today. And I are best friends. I and she snuck me in. And I, that's how that went down. She listens but to You're holding podcast. out on us. Why don't you get her on the podcast? I know, Well, there's a lot to get Sue here. So, you know, I can only pull like so many strings with the thing i'll ask i'll ask i'll see how it goes make it happen um anything else anyone else hear anything about the marvel verse any any i mean i was really hoping for a spider-man trailer uh we got what if instead though that's a we pretty did. good trailer. what if trailer looked so good i'm very excited about that tony stark and killmonger what if mm-hmm. and i was thinking about it, that that means that tony stark doesn't build iron man because he doesn't get trapped in the cave so yeah, we have Killmonger with Stark weaponry. Possibly, it would be it would be cool if they did some of these what ifs where, like, we got to see the movie characters with comic book characters that they normally be with that they don't get to be. Like, it's a little weird that we don't have Iron Man here when we're introducing the real Mandarin. Like, that's mm. weird, you know. So I, it would be neat if, like, we had a what if where, like, we actually, like, lined them up so the storylines matched. But anyways, or, like, I, we redid Iron Man 2, but it was a real Mandarin instead of, like... One Trevor thing Slattery. I did see an article about uh, concerning the Marvel Universe and the MCU. Um, part you're one... pointing it, and you're doing such a good job. I'm pointing at my head so that it works. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> is that, one, they are... For the what ifs, they're not bringing back all of the same voice act or actors for their characters. I I noticed that. Like Tony Stark is somebody else. Um, it sounds like they're not getting Chris Hemsworth back for that uh, to do Thor, um, and a few others, which was a little weird. But then the other thing that on top of that, Kevin Feige said recently is that Marvel isn't going to do long term contracts anymore. So like originally they got like. Sam L. Jackson to do like a nine film contract um, and, you know, Chris Evans to do like a four film contract, something like that. And they're not going to do that anymore. They want, they want actors who want to be there. So they're going to just cast people as they need to. What it sounded like. I have weird feelings about that. Okay. Number one, did anyone, well, number one, that sounds like what a corporate shithead would do with their employees. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, I'm I'm not going to pay teachers well. We're just going to get those people that really want to be teachers and pay them shit. That's what that feels like to me. You know what? Ouch. If you want like solid talent, just commit to them and they'll commit to you. Like that's, that's how that should go, in my opinion. 
So love you, Kevin, but that sounds like a douchey thing to do. Number two, did you guys see the good, the the good, the Bart and the Loki? I haven't yet. Is that Tom Hiddleston voicing Loki? Because it, it totally sure felt is. like him speaking about animated voices. Yep. It felt like him. That or I, sounded I, like him. I, be, I don't know which of my five senses I'm using at any given time. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, that's about that's all I got for MCU news. Anyone got anything else? Anyone? Good MCU news. You knew, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to take that again? I do a podcast. I do a podcast where I say words out loud. Or since he's not here, you have to call it a podcast. A, a podcast. A podcast. Uh, good old. It sounds like I, I think my mouth wanted to say MC News. That's what our section will be called now. The MC News. That's actually really good. Thanks, Mouth. You're welcome. Mouth replies. Yep. What else does Mouth do? Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Moving on. Mouth don't listen to this part of the podcast. Um, before we dive in to this episode and talking about it, we need a recap. And shakes. (laughs) I miss you, Jake. Part of me was really tempted to call him up right now and put him on. Just be like, Jake, you need to recap this. Um, I I could do it. Oh my god, how funny! I'll I'll call him. Is he's he's, he's at a thing though. Yeah, but the the fun stuff's not happening until tomorrow. He's doing other stuff with them, but I'm going to the thing tomorrow. I I wonder if I could do that. Can you call people on your computer? I bet I bet I could call him. Well, if you have a Mac and he's got an iPhone, he's gonna get so mad at us. I do not, Jake. When you listen to this later, I do not condone this behavior. I I do though. I condone it one hundred percent. See if I actually have his phone it. number. I don't. I don't. I don't know if this is his phone number. <laughs> well, I was, gonna, speak, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say it over the line, but that I mean, would I can be cut it out. I, um, we'll edit it out. You don't have to. We don't have to actually dox Jake. I was gonna make you do it, Mia, but then I thought of this and I was like, "This is even better." If he doesn't answer, I will do it. Yeah. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. No. Mm, very quiet. That's better. Will he be able to hear us? Or just Probably not. He'll, he'll be able to hear me. Hi, you reached Jake's voicemail. <sighs> I'm going to try calling him one more time. Once more. Just to see if he doesn't answer. After with feeling. Two, with feeling, yeah. If he sees that he miss, he sees a missed call from you, he's going to panic. And real, he's like, am I supposed to be doing the podcast? I thought I told them. Smart move, Jake. Okay. All right. We need a recap anyway. So I'm going to keep part of that in (laughs) so that he knows we tried to. Um, uh, We need a recap anyway. So Mia, Ah! in the absence of Jake, I would like you to do your best Jake Cody impression and recap episode five uh, of Loki. Okay. Well, if I'm going to do Jake first, I'm going to mute myself and practice being Jake. That's, oh, that's a Jake. True does. Jake. Jake. So, so just, just hold on. I'll be right back. Okay. So B. Um, What's up? 
the audience can't enjoy the, the visual gags Mia's doing, but I'm gonna, this is going to go on YouTube. She's still muted. I think she doesn't I'm know still, she's... There it is. I don't. I didn't really practice. I just drew a beard on my face with my fingers and pretended like I was Jake. All right. Um, how does Jake start? Okay. So, first off, does anyone know why the podcast is named yeah! the podcast oh! is named? Uh, that's good. Uh, um, why don't you elucidate us? Okay, so um, just just for our listeners, it's becoming increasingly increasingly more important um, as these episodes go on that we understand why the episode is named what the episode is named. Um, so, oh, podcast, not episode. So, uh, in the uh, Marvel's worst movie franchise, episode, <laughs> I can't even talk. I panic so bad when I do these. Uh, Edward Norton's The Hulk. The Fantastic. Why do I do this? <laughs> it's The Incredible Hulk. The Hulk. Incredible Fantastic. Starring Edward Norton. This is a bad Jake impression because Jake is actually very articulate and I'm just slaughtering this, which who knows? Who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Anyways, uh, the titular movie, The Incredible Hulk, starring Edward Norton, includes a pizza place called Stanley's Pizza Place, which is like Stanley, but Stanley together is one word. And then the two guys and a girl harkens back to a 90s sitcom. That, so we wrap good. that whole thing together into mwah, and it's a podcast title. And that's that. So what was the other thing you wanted me to do? Recap the episode. I'll do a recap. Here we go. <laughs> so this week, <laughs> Jake is not neurotic, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> So this week in Loki, uh, we're at the TVA and we are there for a very brief period of time because it doesn't seem like the show's really gonna be about the TVA anymore. We know that Loki has been sent to the void and Sylvie quickly uh, prunes herself, drops herself into the void. And now all the Lokis are together <laughs> in one place. We see our Loki meet some other Lokis uh, they have a giant battle where everyone betrays everyone, and ultimately we see an Easter egg palooza of history and marvel drops and excitement, and then they decide to fight a monster together, and Mobius appears, and I love Mobius and do great impressions because I'm Jake Cody, and uh, wow. what's that thing? What's that thing that he says that he's pretending when he's pretending he's Owen Wilson? Wow! Wow! wow. Wow, I'm Jake being awesome Owen Wilson and going wow. Yeah. yeah. Um and then and then uh our Loki enchants the beast. And that is the end of the episode. That was actually a really good recap, especially if you take into account the previous recaps um and how much of the episode that got in <laughs> compared to those. So uh Mia, I'm gonna give you uh five pizza points. Um oh that's that generous. I <laughs> I felt like the beginning was terrible, but I ended all right. I, th I thought it was spot on. Um, you included the, uh, whatchamacallit, the podcast name thing. All right. A lot, um, and I talked about Elias. You did. You, you talked about everything in the episode, which is why I think that was a really good recap. A recap. <laughs> a recap. Also, I just want to say, I loved the TV show, Two Guys, A Girl, on a Pizza Place. I loved it. It was my favorite show in the 90s on TGIF. I think, as Jake would say, you were the only person that loved it. But it had a young Ryan Reynolds in it. Um, so, you know, it was... It, people. First of all, it was on TGIF? 
Was it? For a minute. I don't remember it on TGIF. When people watched live television. Well, Caleb, you see, it wasn't live. You see, they record television shows beforehand, and then they air them in uh, specific times on on the same day, typically at the same time. Squinting so hard at you right now. Although they don't really, as much as they used to, film TVs in front of live studio audiences like they did in the 90s. Yeah. That's less common now. But that's because so much of TV now is reality TV, which is why the MCU series are so exciting. Because, hey, look at that. Some amazing uh, fictional content. All right. Uh, Connected. Let's get straight into the thick of it. Um, Into the thick of of it. We're going to do TikTok. Let's just do it all day. With Stanley's Pizza Pie of pop, uh, Possibilities is what we're calling it now. Pizza uh, Pie. On this week's Pizza Pie of Possibilities, we have myself, Mia, B, and then we have our general topics, which are definitely going to come up. Uh, Loki Palooza, as I'm putting it, which is just all <laughs> of the Lokis, and Easter eggs, because there's so many of them. It's just riddled with Easter eggs. It was ridiculous. It was indeed ridiculous. Uh, I have uh, new It exceeded music. all expectations. Get out. Get out. It was extraordinary. Do that right, one more time. Doing that. It was extraordinary. Well, that was the same pun. Oh, I thought you wanted me to do it again because there was a recording issue. Oh, no. I was. If you made one more egg pun, I was going to dock you points. Um, well, you can't exclude me from points just no, because oh, I couldn't it. think three of points another away. egg Minus three, three pizza points. <laughs> I'm going to award me up three pizza points. No, B, stop it. I'm going to subtract three pizza points again. And I'm, I'm going gonna to award, I'm gonna award subtract... five pizza points for defending my three pizza points. But <laughs> I'm going to subtract three pizza points from B. This is just making my math harder. All right. Yeah, I mean, the Grinch of pizza points. I mean, I guess. Are we even allowed to remove pizza points? Has that even uh, ever happened before? Yes, I've done it before. All right. Are you guys ready? I've got new music, as I do every week. So, uh, oh, I need to, real quick. It always does this. It's like, oh, you want to share your screen, but not the sound? Okay, here we go. Here we go. This one. It's uh we need to talk about Mia. Talk about Mia. That's what it says. All right. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Mia? Um, I have to get my list up. I was I was ill prepared to start talking about <laughs> You are not prepared. That's a World of Warcraft reference. I wanted to talk about a theme I felt um, was was really kind of evolving this week, which is um, the motivations of Loki. And like, what is the point of Loki's character journey throughout this series? Um, so one of the things that we're seeing through this series is Loki evolving as a character. Like he hasn't betrayed anybody in like, 47 minutes or something of actual airtime on, on the show. Um, but one thing that I thought was really cool was Loki being confronted with all the other Lokis and seeing how like terribly obnoxious he himself can be. Um, I think particularly when we saw President Loki show up 
as the ruler of all the Lokis, but then Kid Loki was the ruler of the Lokis and the, the struggle. And it, it made me think about how we've been watching Loki throughout the MCU going around and seeking what we think is power, what, what he wants is power. He wants to rule over people and he wants power. And I don't think that Loki, as we're seeing him go through this journey, is actually power hungry. I think Loki this whole time has been seeking control. And in this episode, he kind of let it go a little, which was like a big jump for him. But like from the time where Loki learns that he's adopted and that the foundation that he's built his his character on was a big lie and that he had been betrayed. I don't think that his his attempt at grabbing the throne um, on Asgard or Midgard or any of that was his attempt at power. I really think he was just seeking to control something in his life because everything felt out of control and everything else was was a big fallacy. And so what I thought was really interesting in this episode is we see all these Lokis fighting for control because how much power do you have in the void anyway? So we see all these Loki's, Loki's just fighting for control because they've all gone through this really similar character arc. And then we see our Loki not being interested in that and instead being interested in taking down the TVA or getting like getting to that point that this journey is taking us on of reaching who's in control of all this stuff and defeating them, not because he wants the control, but because it's the right thing to do. Like we don't hear him talking about, I'm going to do this so I can control the TVA or control time or control any of that. He's finally doing something because Sylvie has influenced him and he as a character has just changed a bit. Um, and he's ready to like sacrifice himself and possibly die um, via Elioth. And it isn't about trying to gain control of anything. It's just about trying to create freedom for somebody, which has never been his goal but he wants to free everyone from the control of the sacred timeline. So I don't know. I just thought like this episode had so many fun things and like, we're definitely going to focus on Easter eggs and we're going to focus on like Throg and, and all the awesomeness <laughs> that this episode brought. But when I stepped away from it, after all the excitement and the adrenaline cooled down, I just had a moment where he hugged Mobius. Like he is becoming. That was really sweet. You know, he's an anti-hero. It's not that he can't, he can't be anything other than an anti-hero. We saw what he did in New York just, you know, weeks prior to these events. Like, yeah. think about what those impacts were for actual humans that lived through that. Like, he is not a hero. He is an anti-hero. But Sylvie is a hero. And she's rubbing off on him. So I, I, I just thought that whole thing was so good. Just so good. Um, so it's just really great watching his journey and the theme of of that arc um, playing out. So I know that wasn't like the exciting, fun one, and we'll get to those, but it just it was it was really interesting to me, and that's just what I took from the episode. Well, I think that's good. Like the kid Loki even mentions like anytime any one of us Lokis like starts to turn around their life, they get sent to the void because the TV the TVA intervenes. So I think. It, he's probably and we get the story or the background of classic Loki who's who had that time to reflect as well it seems like that's exactly where they're going with it Mia is is anytime anyone uh any Loki starts to make that change 
um, they, they get brought here. And, and that's not to say, like, we'll talk about the rest of the Lokis, um, uh, but I think, I think you're right. This Loki is starting to, they probably was trying to fill that void of, I don't know, like, what, what, what would we say that void is? Is it like lack of family? You said it was a lack of control and now he's just trying to well, control. Well, I think he just, I, I think that what I was trying to say is he's not seeking power, he's seeking control because he doesn't feel like he has any control over his own life. Like he doesn't know, I, I think finding out that he was adopted was about so much more than just the betrayal of his father and the inadequacies that he'd always felt as the second born son really just being he could blame it on something else finally and not his own not his own contributions to those inadequacies but i do feel like he has a hole that was dug out of his heart when all that happened and that he's just been trying to fill it and i think when things feel chaotic, people cling to, like, you know, for him ruling a planet is, is, is kind of similar to, you know, when we experience a emotional trauma in our lives and we want something to control, um, you sometimes see it manifested in bad ways, like people with eating disorders, not eating food or like things like that. But we, we all seek control when we don't have that calmness in our mind. Um, and I think he's finding some peace with himself and as such, he's finding a pathway to be a different person than who we've known him to be. That's my thought. Debbie Downer, bring up like EDs and like lying. No, it's... What's, what do you think, B? <laughs> hey, uh, you had some very good points and I wholeheartedly agree. Just like he's just on a roller coaster of emotions. He's just trying to figure out who he is, but still wants to be who he was. But it's just just a whole uh zuko uh arc trying to figure oh. out the good or bad mm -hmm. and having that internal struggle one funny thing i will say i loved his hero moment at the end um as he's facing off Eliath and possibly death and with with slowly i loved when kid loki gave him the sword does anyone else when they see a golden sword that's like a half sword and not long immediately go to hook because I was like, it looks like the hook sword, and now it's on oh. fire. <laughs> Jake would be all over that. Well, that hook is one of his favorite movies. Well, it's a fantastic film, and I love you, Jake Cody. Good, good taste. I know Jake is probably very disappointed because this episode was so full of like Easter eggs. Oh, so good. Oh, he's he's crying. He's just well, rubbing his itchy fingers oh. together and wishing he was here. <laughs> All right, uh, shall we move back to the pizza pie? Pizza pie, pie, yeah. The pie of the people, of the of possibilities. There we go. Oh, nice. Okay, so that, this is actually a really good lead in. It's Loki Palooza, as I like to Loki call it. Loki Palooza. Um, which is just all of the Lokis that we got. We got so all of the Lokis. So we got we got our our primary Loki. We've got Sylvie. We've got classic Loki. We got kid Loki. We got boastful Loki. We got president Loki. We got alligator Loki. We got uh, classic Loki. Oh, I said that. 
Um, oh, I didn't hear you say it. But we um, yeah, he deserves it, to be in there twice got, after what he did in this episode. Like some horned, weird horned Loki that showed up in episode two when they were showing the holograms. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, the one with the hair for horns. Yeah, it's yeah. hair horns. Yeah, that um, was cool. <laughs> we got one with like forks and spoons for his horns, um, and uh, and then I mean, not a Loki, but we got Throg on top of that. Um, Ooh, Easter nope. egg there. That's for the Easter egg pie. Oh, sorry, set. sorry, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. The one thing we didn't get though, Mia, is a frost giant. Did not get Loki. me a frost giant Loki. No, we did uh, not. And don't think that I didn't notice. Uh, I actually I cried when the that. episode ended. I cried when it ended. I mean, I was like, I just, <laughs> just want just one for that. Thing. I just want this one thing. Just a frost I giant don't Loki. Know it's what he is. I, I'm surprised there are not more frost giant Lokis where like a very you know where Loki doesn't go to Asgard. I'm okay with it because what I really want is not just some other Loki that looks full-blown frost giant. What I want is our Loki to be in a sticky situation and revert to frost giant and kick some ass. That's all I want. So I'm okay with it because we should. it should be our Loki. Does it? I don't need like some token frost giant Loki thrown at me just so Kevin Feige, who listens to our podcast every week, Yo, will Kevin. hear me stop complaining about it. Fan of the podcast. Yeah. Fan of the pod. I mean, and, I can't help Eddie it if Norton. the man likes what he likes and he likes us. Both fans of this. Along with Scarlett Johansson. I'm just claiming all kinds of people now. <laughs> Did Same anyone with- else have a moment when, um, when, President Loki's hand was eaten by alligator. Like, did you go right to Luke? And I was like, well, if we're gonna be Disney and Star Wars, we might as well like remove a hand. I was gonna say that that President Loki must be from uh, Phase Two when phase everybody two. lost a hand. Everyone lost. Oh, Groot lost a hand too. Yeah, I mean, that Groot. Winter back, Soldier though. lost an arm. That Groot lost everything. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's true. But there was one part where was his arm was hacked off. This mm. is true. That couldn't have felt good. Does Groot feel things like that? I feel like he does, right? It's probably just a annoyance. Is it like clipping your nails or cutting your hair, or is it like he doesn't hmm. have a brain necessarily? Like, because he can regrow from any like brain, twig of his. I just don't know how far out his nerve endings go. Like when he does the stretch, I mean, they have to be there because he feels things when he like, he has to, when he like wraps around stuff. Maybe he doesn't know feel like things. how to. That's why he can beat people up is because he but doesn't. But he, he would be dropping maybe, stuff all the time. Maybe don't look too, too deep into it. But we that's the, the point of the beef. podcast, B. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Sorry. Keep going about all the Lokis. Well, yes. Who was who everybody's favorite Loki? I feel like I know the answer to this. But I just want to check with you guys. Who was your favorite Loki that showed up in this episode, not including like our primary Loki? Alligator Loki. Obviously Alligator Loki. I was secretly, I was secretly a little bit hoping we'd get a Matt Damon Loki in there. Oh, (laughs) Um, that would have been really, really, (laughs) really funny. Like if Um, you're going to put an Easter egg, just like do it. That'd be really, that'd be awesome. Um, also, they've um, released uh, photos of the new Funko Pop vinyls, and Alligator Loki is one of them. So, yes. mm-hmm. also, we can we can insert a little correction corner here um, because last week Jake led the uh, uh, the fight that it was Crokey, 
But as we know now, it's it alligator, an alligator Loki. not a crocodile. So it is alligator. But he did, he, he did call Loki frogs. Gator, sorry. He specifically called Throg, so that was the thing. Um, you know what, Loki, I didn't see either that I wanted to see. Do you remember when, like, Mobius is showing all, like, the different Loki variants? Yes. Which, by the way, there is technically a frost giant Loki in that little thing, but that doesn't count. He's tiny and three inches tall, and I need a real one. Um, but there was, like, a like a Hulk Loki in there. I mean, I don't know if he's oh, really, oh, like, like the, a Hulk yeah. Loki, but he's very, very big. And I thought he was, he was a football green. player. And he had like lots of muscles and he looked big and he kind of looked like Hulkling. And I was like, I hope that shows up. Um, but he was not there either. There was also um, like a, we, uh, I don't want to say weird, but like an unusual Loki with like red hair and like back to the future glasses on his helmet. I'm looking at the picture right now. Um, of all the Lokis that we saw. It seemed like like a pretty gender neutral Loki, which was, inter- I mean, it makes sense because he's fluid, but. It was just kind of funny to me. What else is there? I think that's about it. There's a lot of them. With the ones that show up with the president Loki, there's like, uh, there's one with like a baklava with horns. There's mm-hmm. one that has like it's almost an Ant Man helmet with horns. There is uh, the the hair horned one we talked about, the gender neutral one, one with forks and knives for a helmet. Um, what I'm just going to call a gangster Loki. I don't know. He's got like the rap, like music video sunglasses. I, I thought the fight was fantastic. I love that we saw boastful Loki betray kid Loki. And then we saw all of the president's men. Ha movie pun. Betray him as well. It was just so on the nose for who Loki is and what would happen if what kind of chaos would ensue if all we had was Loki's. Um, so the group fight was excellent. But we still had loyalty because we saw, even though we saw, we saw our boastful Loki and President Loki be betrayed. Ultimately, classic Loki, alligator Loki, and kid Loki did stay together. Like those three were were still more interested in retaining their relationship and getting out of there than they were seeking power, which makes me wonder if they have done um, some of that journeying that our Loki's on his way to do. Mm. So. I really liked the the conflict that Loki felt when classic Loki said that he wasn't the god of mischief. He was the god of oh god, misfits. What did he say? Misfits. Aww. And it fit in like it was so. It was another one of those who am I? I'm trying to figure myself out kind of moments, and that was it was great. It was an awe moment. Who was your mm-hmm. second favorite Loki? Since we all know Alligator Loki was number one. I should ask that first. Uh, just because of his episode arc, a classic Loki. Mm-hmm. He did have a pretty good mm-hmm. arc. We got, uh, yep. we, we didn't even, t- we didn't, we sort of glazed over it. And if Jake was here, he would be losing his mind. But Kid Loki, which is just another <laughs> setup yeah, yeah. For, um, for Young Avengers. So now we've had on screen Kid Loki, uh, Wiccan, uh, we're gonna get Ms. Marvel. Um, we've got we've got almost everybody. We've got Kate Bishop. Kid Loki, Kid Loki, who killed Thor. Yeah. In his yeah. in his timeline. Like, is he the most brutal of the Lokis? Well, okay. So or was is... it like an accident? Was it like that time when they were kids and Loki <laughs> himself as a snake and then Thor picked him up because he really likes snakes? 
and then he turned into Loki and stabbed him. Was it like a whoopsie daisy and the blade went a little bit too far and it got a little bit out of hand and Kid Loki accidentally <sighs> killed Thor, but then he's like, I better brag about this because I so I pretend that was on purpose. I thought of this during your topic, Mia, but um, this sort of brings me back. Is like, if you go back and rewatch Thor 1, up until mm-hmm. Thor redeems himself, he's kind of space Hitler. Like he just invades the frost. There's peace and he just goes in and starts killing people for no reason. He's a little bit of a D-bag, yeah, before and, and he then uh, what figures is, it out. What does Loki do? He's like, oh, he's he gets him into trouble, essentially. He like, mm-hmm. w- which, I mean, I'm not going to go back and completely rewrite Thor, but it's kind of, I think, to a certain extent, Loki is not really doing anything too wrong. I mean, if you saw Thor growing up being this, this like force of power, um, he's just going to take the throne without any problem. Maybe, maybe that's what Kid Loki did is he realized his brother was, was kind of space Hitler and, uh, and killed him. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. Um, I, I think after that, I would probably have to go with President Loki. <laughs> this is suit. funny. Tom Hiddleston looks good in a suit. I'm just going to say it. Oh, he does. Horns. I mean, I kind of want him to put his uniform back on, but I'm okay with him for a little bit. I'm okay More green. All right. So I... we return to the pizza pie of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Do it. Here we go. I really dig this music. Like it. We need to talk about Easter eggs. Easter eggs. There were so man. many. All right. Does, it, does anyone want to start? Thanos copter. Thanos copter. Thanos copter. Go away from the mic. I want Thanos. them to sell a Thanos copter toy and I want to buy it and I want to put all my action figures in it and I want to play with it around a room. If I were yep. a wealthy person with exorbitant amount of fun- funds, I would buy a helicopter that just said Thanos on the side. In the comics books, he uses the Thanos copter when he finally gets the Tesseract. <laughs> and then he drops it. <laughs> Out of the Thanos copter? Yes. Oh. So it's actually, it's not even just being cheesy and writing more with Thanos on something. Like it actually does have... Meaning he he attacks Hellcat with it, but yeah, um, yeah. The Thanos copter is great. I think like the big thing though with the Easter eggs, you know, we had our fun ones like we saw a Hella carrier, like a shield one, and we saw an ant. It had Hydra symbol on it though. It did, and we saw like a yellow jacket helmet and like a lot of fun things. Um, but I think the biggest thing was the fact that so many of the Easter eggs pointed to Kang Mm. like I feel like it's it's undeniable at this point that they're at least trying to get us to talk about it and if they're not going there it's cruel like one of the biggest ones that the world was a buzz about was the fact that we've been talking about how Avengers Tower was in the background of the void and Caleb was even bringing up that it's like hey it's Avengers Tower from Age of Ultron because we've got the two um balconies and not just the one or air pads and not just the one and Caleb, what was it? Was it Avengers Tower? It was Kang Tower. 
like uh, that's how it's pronounced right it's like q-a-n-g it's well it's because uh, uh, uh tony sold stark tower yep mm-hmm. and that's who it uh in the comments for, yeah yeah was it, it was to this kang industries which you later find yeah, out kang is, Enterpri- yeah kang yeah. enterprises does anyone uh i know uh know what what does kang go by when he's human or not uh it's i just saw it today um, um i don't remember the, um, jake's gonna listen to this and be like screaming at his podcast and be like i'm sorry jake i don't remember well, Nathaniel We're Richards. Sorry, Jake. That's oh, it. Okay. Nathaniel oh, Richards. Oh, yes, that's it. Because it always makes me it always makes me laugh when they reuse names because it makes me think of Reed Richards, and then I'm like, are they related? And it's not. Sorry. Um, what if they will? Maybe they'll do that. Maybe, I mean, Kevin Feige can do whatever he wants. Reed Richards, <laughs> Nathaniel Richards. But I mean, so we saw that one, which was mm-hmm. I think the biggest Kang um, Easter egg. But we also had Elias who is a Kang, who is a Kang villain. Mm-hmm. And we had um, what potentially could be Kang City um, in the background when what we saw Eliath ultimately Chron- fall. Hmm? Chrono City? Chrono- Chronotopolis? Can't, what is yeah, Kang? it's a Chronopolis. Chronopolis. Yeah, yeah. Cool. so I mean, we saw potentially Chronopolis in the background and we saw, so there were just a number of very Kangy Easter eggs, along with like you know Ronan's ship and all kinds of other fun Red Skull's things. fighter ship, Red Skull's fighter ship. So I mean there mm-hmm. there were quite a few, but there were a lot of very Kang centric type things that we kept seeing show up, and I just feel like if we're not going there, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> Devils in the details. Um, also, um, uh, Nathaniel Richards, uh, it's, he's technically from the 31st century or whatever, and it's speculated that he is a, a far distant uh, relative of Reed Richards. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah. well, then I feel better about it. That's good, then. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment, though, of the Easter eggs was before the episode had really even started in earnest. My husband and I were watching it and we paused it real quick and the episode title splashed across the top of the screen and my husband goes, oh, and I'm like, what? He goes, it's Journey into Mystery. Yeah. The comic books that Loki and he got all like kid sentimental when he sees things that like are like specifically not just MCU great, but like childhood great. So excited. I was like, yeah, I really like the title. Yeah. Um, Easter egg. What were you guys's? What were your favorite Easter eggs? Isa. Thanoscopter. Thanoscopter. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I noticed, which uh, we saw a lot of the ancient wonders of the world, the pyramids, yes. the Sphinx, uh, the library or the lighthouse of Alexandria. No, mm-hmm. that's the library. Um. There was a lighthouse, but um, yeah. you're correct. Uh, it's the Library of Alexandria. That's the but part. there was also in the background the Gates of Babylon, which we know are going to show up in a certain movie this year because we've seen the it. Eternals. Eternals. Yep. So yeah, what are they doing? Are they trying to like send us to? Them? I don't. I don't think there's any like connection with this. I think it's just a like nod that because we know they know it's coming, but. Um, there's that 
Um, what else is it? What other Easter eggs? There's so many Easter eggs. My favorite Easter egg um, by far, because Caleb's going to get mad at me, um, was the Hula Girl, which most people were like, oh, Hula Girl, she's hearkening back to WandaVision because there was a Hula Girl on the dashboard um, in WandaVision. But for me, Hula Girl brings me back to Agents of Shield, Agents of Shield. and Tahiti and the Hula um, that place. he kept from Daisy that that he used as like a memento. Um, yep. So uh, sorry, I just mixed those two things up. One, it's a reference to him being in Tahiti, and two, uh, Daisy had one on the dashboard of her van uh, back yep. when she was Sky. Um, so, anyways, I as the world's biggest Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan. I uh, was very excited about the Hula Girl. So. I was a huge Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan up until season three, and then I just stopped. What's wrong What happened you? in season three? No, nothing. I just didn't <laughs> watch it. Oh, okay, fair. I need to. Not fair. You need to go back and watch it and then watch it another time to apologize for it, to it for the time that you abandoned it. Where did I fall off the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. bandwagon? I think it was... It was when they like when when Shield fell. Is like that's that's when I was like, this doesn't make sense to me anymore. It's like that when, was so exciting. I I made it to the end of um the uh basically that weird planet thing that uh oh, uh fits win two or Simmons whichever one she was trapped there. I watched that season. I follow her on TikTok. So you missed all of like Hive and stuff? All right. I did miss Hive, yeah. All right. You guys need to go fix your lives and watch that. (laughs) Easter eggs. Uh, What other Easter eggs did you guys? (laughs) We we barely touched Throg. Throg Thor. We barely touched Throg. Did anyone else when he was bouncing around the glass jar um, kind of like have a little flashback to to Thor in the glass cage that they had built for the Hulk slash Loki tricked him to getting into yeah. in event in the first Avenger. <laughs> like, I, um, oh, the, right. the jar also says, I think what five, three, eight, which is the, the universe with Thor frog. No, it wasn't that <laughs> it was the, it was something similar to that, but it wasn't quite that it did have a, a special uh, so. meaning though. My favorite thing about how much I suck is what? <laughs> Don't that say that, Mia. Last this week, is a family show. Last no, week, when we started talking about Alligator Loki, and I just couldn't stop. <laughs> Jake was like, "Oh yeah, you know, there's a comic book run where uh, Thor is a frog," and then I brought up Spider Pig, and then I. Spider is actually spare hand, but I started singing the Spider Pig song from The Simpsons. Yep. And Jake like kept talking and I just kept singing over him as if he weren't talking. And he specifically brought up Throg. And then this week on our chain, I was like, guys, what if he's in the same universe as Throg? I think I sent a picture and Jake did not reply. Rightfully so, because he already brought it up. And I didn't know because I was just singing to myself like an idiot. So Jake, you're in absentia this week, but I love you. And I'm sorry I sang over your Throg thing because you were so right. Yeah, that's. I think we hit the big ones. I'm sure Jake will have some to add. Maybe we should do a pizza slice episode where Jake just like talks about all Jake, of his favorite Easter eggs. Jake just deep dives. All right. Well, <laughs> Jake's deep dish dive. 
Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. I'm gonna hire B for uh, for advertising. Oh, all right. There's only one slice left on the wheel, really, and that's B. So we'll still gotta spin it. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. I don't think those yeah. are the rules. You always spin the last time. You like the fancy music. I do like the fancy music. This sounds like this. Oh, the wheel right now looks like. It looks like a Bissell Brothers. Yeah, I was gonna say. Hey, if 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 the Bissell Brothers are listening, hi Pete. I know Pete Bissell. I bet he's not listening. Well, aren't you hi Pete. Pete. I I love that I'm like. There's no way local celebrity and part owner of Bissell Brothers Pete Bissell is listening. But Kevin Feige. We are definitely. We are looking for sponsors. We are looking for sponsors. <laughs> Bissell Brothers, please sponsor. We do do our um, free advertisements at least once an episode. So, yep. Um, so here's my bit I don't trust Miss Minutes. No, you that is good. Good topic, B. What the heck is up with her? Some, something's up with her. She's some sort of weird, uh, cosmic entity because she's not like quite technology, but she's like a person, but not really. And Tara Strong is just too popular of a actress voice actress for it to just be like howdy y'all oh let me find that for you no let me do a terrible job at lying and pretending like i'm looking for something when i'm not yeah she's ultron she's she's a variant of ultron (laughs) there you go yeah she she's something um it's i i don't know what i haven't quite put my finger on it but she is like I, if anything, at at the very least, she is a spy for Kang or whatever, whoever, mm-hmm. and is like, do do you think she's an AI? She could be a rogue AI, very Ultron esque. I'm just thinking of like, but I'm also just thinking like she also like you can call Miss Minutes and she will just appear and remain stationary, but she follows you as you're walking. Yeah. And that's weird. That's there unless there are like projectors every I mean there could be, but like I don't Well, I like this B because a, a lot of times we will like it's those things that they that they just like ha- give the audience and say, just assume this is normal, like this is the the status quo. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but you're right, like they're they do use all this old schooly technology, but she's the one thing that is very I mean bes- I mean ignoring the pruners um she's like the one thing that's very futuristic in and that. can like jump into all the computers and stuff and it's uh she's mephisto so miss minutes <laughs> mm. i mean there are a mm. lot of fan theories that miss minutes is the actual bad guy behind this whole thing i would not be surprised I would. Oh my god! I mean, it would really lend itself to some of the absurdest, absurdism. Or not that it's Miss Minutes, but let Miss Minutes is an avatar. Ooh, okay. That's that's clever. That's I like that. I like that. Two pizza points. Two pizza points for B. Two hundred pizza points. Thank you. No, (laughs) no, no. She feels a little bit to me like a video game character, kind of. Oh, definitely, definitely. There's this one video game, which I think she, she probably is at least partially influenced by, which is called Cuphead, um, which is all the yeah. animation is based off of that old school. Like, like 40s. Or that Mickey Mouse kind of thing. So, I mean, and Marvel owned by Disney. So no surprise there. But uh, it definitely feels if if 
it's got that vibe. I mean, there's a lot of creepy Miss Minutes propaganda around the place too. Like she's on posters and she's on maybe she's in the training video. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking back. Maybe she's part of uh, the mind wipe process. She's like, she's like the one that sort of, I don't want to say indoctrinated because that's not the right word, but she's the trainer for all of the TVA agents. Maybe she's part of what wipes people's minds. And so that's, that's why she has all the files. She can reference anything. Um, she trains people. She makes the, sure they're paying attention um, when she's training Loki. Maybe. I saw a fan theory that the timekeepers were real at one point and then they died. Maybe like Kang killed them or something. I don't know what the Miss theory Minutes was. killed them. And that Miss Minutes programming just told her that like she had to keep the TVA running because that's like what they built her to do. And so she made like fake timekeepers and she like started brainwashing all these like agents to carry out all this stuff. And I was like, this is a very expansive theory about Miss Minutes. Good topic. What's gonna happen? Well, that's a good question, Mia, because that leads us into our next section, which is- uh, What's gonna happen? Theories, yeah. What what's, it's Next week is the series finale, as far as we know. Um, what do you think is going to happen in this episode? Let's start with Miss Minutes Mia. <laughs> I I love the idea of it being a Loki that is running the TVA, but I think ultimately this is to introduce us to Kang. I don't think they're going to fight Kang. I don't think that which will be tricky because if they don't take him on, like how do you get the climax that you need of a finale? Mm. But I think we're going to expose maybe in the post credit of the episode that it was like Kang all along, like a little bit of a, <laughs> I want, what I want it to be is I want it to be Kang and I want them to use the music from WandaVision and just be like, it was Kang all along. Every um, Marvel movie ever now needs that. Yes, to reveal the bad guy at the end. Um, so I think what's going to happen ultimately is it will be Kang. Um, but it's not like they're going to defeat him. This is going to kick off the Kang beating our heroes bit because that's going to need to take place for a little while to build up um, him as the biggest bad in the universe. So I'm going to go with Kang. I'm going to do it. Okay. What do you guys Be- think? Um, so two things that I'm... These are just my my two bits. Um, one, uh, where they go past the void, past the Eliath or whatever, it's the quantum realm. Mm. I said really early on that I thought it could be the quantum realm just because no one's aging and time moves funny and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And the post-credits, mid-credit, whatever, it's alligator Loki on like the throne in the void. Ha, yes. You know what's funny about the quantum realm? If they were in the quantum realm, and that's how we explain that these people that were formerly human just kind of live forever. Does anyone ever ask why it is that Michelle Pfeiffer's wasp character got old in the quantum realm? Well, she was there like... like... Shouldn't... I... Yeah, and she aged just as much as... <laughs> Just as much as had she been if she was on Earth. She because should have hopped out and been Hope's contemporary. Like, honestly. Like, how, how also, how weird would that be to have, like, these two young wasps together, but they're really mother and daughter? 
and then like the weird dynamic of her relationship with her husband like how would that work why was she old she was in the quantum realm why was she old well it, it moves at at whatever pace it wants to whatever pace kevin feige wants it to so if it is the quantum realm though that would be a really great tie-in you know we've been focused so much on dr strange and the multiverse of madness and that whole run but we do have quantum mania showing up so maybe wandavision kicked off you know the multiverse stuff and this tied into it maybe this is trying to get the quantum realm into our into our oh, definitely yeah all right um i'm gonna say next episode i don't think it's gonna be kang i uh maybe maybe in a post credits uh it might be a kang lackey um mm. yeah but like a ronin the, to thanos the other thing i heard is that it is a a uh, a variant of Kang who is specifically trying to stop a different variant of Kang. Oh, Immortus? Yeah. Um, so they may, like, they may, like, they may, like, the Loki and Sylvie may actually end up freeing Kang by allowing the multiverse to happen. Um, so, mm. yeah. Oh, that would be really interesting if they freed Kang, but it wasn't Kang behind this all along because, because they actually like going back. Like, freed him. I don't, I don't think we're gonna. If Kang is gonna be the big, the next big villain, like just remember how long it took us to actually get any screen time with, uh, with Thanos. Like, we didn't see him till Avengers. We had like four movies, and then we get like half a second with him without saying anything. And then he shows up in Guardians of the Galaxy for less than a minute of screen time. And then, you know, it wasn't really until Infinity War, which was phase three, that we actually got our big baddie on there. So I, I, as much as I would love to see Kang as the big baddie, I think I'm going to keep my expectations low with as, as far as a big bad, like an overarching villain for phase four. Um, hmm. It's tricky. I love the idea of it being one of the heralds of Kang, though, instead. Yeah. Um, although herald using the term herald always makes me think of Galactus. Yeah. Like Galactus yeah. instead. That would be good. It's still um, the surfer. It's yeah. I wonder if we'll see Renslayer sacrifice herself for him. If this does end up being Kang. Because she she dies for him in the comic books. And I wonder if it does end up being Kang or they try to expose Kang. Because I, I don't think her storyline's over either. I assume she's going to be there for that final fight. Oh. Um, it'll be interesting if she sacrifices herself for the cause and ultimately for Kang. Or for Mobius. All right. Guys. B. Mia. It's at this point in the podcast when that salty, tangy ska music kicks right in. I love it. So I'm going to tally up some points. And while I'm doing that, Mia and B, you want to tell the fans to do something? Hey, please hey. subscribe to our podcast. Do my it. podcast. It's my podcast. And you should do it. Taking things over. Like us, review us, hit, hit that subscribe button. I, I'm the on. silent partner that has come out of the curtain. It was me the whole time. I can I control the TVA and I control this podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, before you finish counting, can I throw like an extra 10 points these way for stepping in and being awesome um, with very little notice to join us? Thank you. you there is a bonus 10. Did you hear it, Caleb? What? Uh, There's right. a bonus 10 there. I think he's choosing to ignore you. In last place this week was Jake, who had two <laughs> oh, pizza points. Jake! 
Sorry, Jake. Sorry. Um, we tried to call you, and you were too busy. Um, in third place is Mia with six points. Uh, in second place is me with 20 points. Yeah. And in first place is our guest host this week, B. Yay. Arthur, with 26 points. Um, Congrats, B. Congrats, B. Thanks for joining us this week, B. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Have me on anytime. Any time. Yeah. Um, and anytime <laughs> you want to sponsor, like we talked about, please just, just Venmo me. <laughs> yeah. And if you too want to be on this podcast, just Venmo $20 and we will, I will guarantee you get at least five minutes of airtime. Um, no, no. You had such an evil little snicker laugh going on there. <laughs> I'm actually the big baddie of uh, phase four. I've been here that? the whole time. Thanks for joining each other. And that's, that's us for all folks. It's uh, us for all. We will see you um, later this week. Mia and Jake will be back. We'll, we'll have a longer Black Widow episode because because we have to. And then next week, Mia, you won't be here. I won't be here. Um, she's going to miss out on the series finale of Loki, but we will have a special guest star, TBD. It's got to be a girl, though, B, because it's two guys and a girl. I'll, I'll wear a wig. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.